All right, welcome back to another week with K-Time. I am your host, K, and this week we are going to be doing a date night part two. Um, and I have some special guests that are going to be joining me this evening to just discuss their dating style and some dating experiences that they've um, been through throughout their, you know, years of life. Um, so guys, um, just a rundown of what this episode is going to be, because I like to kind of be prepared and give you guys an outline so you know what you're listening for. How we're going to start this, because you guys know I'm about to always throw God in the mix, um, regardless if you're religious or not, um, you can always get a sprinkle of Jesus, you know. Um, the first segment will be, what does this mean to you? And I'm going to ask each of the ladies um, a Bible verse, and I just want them to interpret what that verse means to them. From there, we're going to go into some questions and answers that I have for the ladies, um, just referencing their dating style and their dating experiences. From there, guys, you know my favorite um, topic will be the Twitter topics, where we go through a few tweets, and I'm going to ask the ladies for their thoughts and opinions on what it is we come across. Um, if we have time, so this is with an asterisk, um, we will have the ladies share a story time, um, probably pertaining to either their um, best date or worst date. Honestly, any story time surrounded by dating will do for us. Um, and then I'm going to actually open the floor and let the ladies get back at me and ask me any questions that they have as far as, um, you know, what I do um, or how I date. Um, of course, lastly, you know, I can't leave y'all without a little weekly motivation. And then um, I am going to allow my ladies to share their social media platforms and tell you some skills that they, um, some skills, crafts, gifts that they were um, given. Um, that way we can have them promote each other or themselves. Just so, like I said, my ladies, they're very creative, very crafty. So by all means, I want the world to know just as I know. Um, but just a little introduction. I have my sister Monet on this um, podcast with me. I have um, my childhood friend Teresa on this podcast with me. And then I have my best friend Christy on this podcast with me. So I am going to allow the ladies to come on and pretty much um, they can give their relationship status, um, their dating preference and dating style, and they are able to share their age if they like. Um, and I'll even give them the opportunity if they do want to share something about themselves, um, they can. And I just ask that, you know, the ladies keep it cute and keep it under, you know, a minute long. Um, otherwise, do I have any ladies who want to volunteer to go first, CC, Risa, or Mo? I'll go first. Um, hi, y'all. My name is Christy. I go by CC. Um, I'm the best friend and um my dating preference is male you mean like girl or female right or girl <laughs> men or female right um so my dating yeah. preference okay my dating preference is men I my current status is married recently are newly wed and um a little bit about myself is I am a believer in Jesus Christ and um, I have a son and yeah, that's pretty much it. Hey y'all, this is your girl Risa. Um, uh, my current 
relationship status is I'm single, um, preferably men, <laughs> men only, please. Um, and I just celebrated my birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to me. I'm dirty 30s, y'all. This is crazy. Happy birthday, Risa. Thank you. Yes. Um, and that's me. <laughs> Mo, you next. Hey guys, it's Mo. I'm Monet, Kayla's sister. Um, I am 28, a single mom of one. I am single, but not currently looking, you know, taking care of the youngin. Um, that's about it. So are you dating thin air girl or <laughs> how's this going? What's your I, don't be- I don't believe in stepdad. So I'm just dating the air myself at this point. <laughs> You're crazy. Thank you, everybody. And thank you once again, ladies, um, for joining me. So how I kind of narrowed it down, because um, one, we have Cece on here, um, who is married. Um, mind you guys, she's the first person that I ever um, witnessed have a Zoom wedding during a pandemic. So that was very interesting. Um, we can ask her more about that. And then um, Teresa actually she knew me since I was like in like second grade. So it's really funny to see me growing up and then like her in her dirty thirties, like, cause y'all this girl be getting a crack a lacking. And then lastly, um, you know, Monet is my sister. I love her. She's just so crazy. And for someone who don't date, she stayed with a boo, which is why she's on this podcast. So don't let her little words fool y'all. Um, <laughs> But all right, so I am going to open the floor. This is going to be one of the moments where, ladies, I am going to let you guys, um, you can feel free to unmute yourself um, because if you want to like, because we're going to go through the Bible verses. So I'm going to ask you guys each what it means to you, but feel free to phone a friend if you need to. Um, Do I have any volunteers who would like to go first? All right. Girl, nobody volunteers, you know I'm always going to go first. So just... All right, bet. Thank you, Cece. All right, so this is going to be um, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22. Um, this verse is honestly strictly towards you, Cece. Um, it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And I wanted to just know, um, what does that what does that say to you, say to you, or how do you interpret that um, particular verse from the Bible? Girl, that's a good one. Um, I feel like that is, to me, when I hear that verse or the way that I interpret that, it's really like self-explanatory. I think it just means that when you get like marriage is honorable in God's eyes. And so when you, um, decide to devote yourself to one person and um, get married for a man anyway. I think basically like what God was trying to get his men to see in this verse is um, that because everybody knows that Eve is a helper. All the women in the Bible are helpers. Um, God put us in the world for a man as a helper and a helper. I think um, people misinterpret the the understanding of a helper, but a helper is um, very honorable in God's eyes and so I feel like when he said he who finds a wife finds a good thing um God is able to bless your union and your marriage and bless you and your life you're able to do the things that um 
as far as like being fruitful and multiply and like all that other stuff as well. Um, I just think it, it means literally what it says that you just, um, you honor your wife, you love your wife because it's a good thing. I love it. Thank you, Cece. And it's so funny because I was actually going to quote um, Genesis chapter two, verse 18, um, that refers to when God decided to make um, Adam a helper. Um, so thank you, boo. Um, all right, Teresa Monet, any takers or do you guys want me to just? I'll go. Ooh, thanks, Mo. Um, let me see here. <clears throat> and guys, what jumped into my throat? Ew. Okay, so this is Proverbs uh, chapter 31, verse 30. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. What does that say to you? Um, I guess it would come down. I would just say that I don't know. I I don't know. You girl, I just told you I'm, I'm the least religious one here. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna say. I guess if she has good morals. Like she respects the Lord, she'll be blessed. Like you know, your beauty. It, the outside is only so deep compared to the inside. And if you're good on the inside and you have God fearing mortality and, you know, morals and believe good thoughts, you'll be, you know, you'll be blessed and praised. That's what I'm assuming. You know, don't, don't quote me now. That was good, boo. No, you did good, girl. Yes. <laughs> Cece, I think she needs a little okay, bit more praise. Boo. Yeah, she's coming through. Like, yes. <laughs> dropping you know, Honestly, when you said that too, I was low-key <laughs> thinking like, um, what would that mean to me? <laughs> Honestly, I was, I, uh, it said the beauty was like your beauty. What did it say? It said the beauty is this charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Like that's what I'm saying. The outside is only so deep compared to the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I'm assuming a woman who believes in the Lord will be blessed. So the inside is better, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> No, you're definitely onto something. So it's pretty much saying like charm is deceitful, meaning like you can have charm and you can have bad intentions behind that charm. And you can literally just be like, you know, in the moment at a flirt, but not really mean anything that you say and kind of lead people on. Um, and then like beauty is vain, meaning like beauty, like you just said, can only go so far and not to mention beauty fades after so much time. Um, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised, meaning literally like what she backs herself up with as far as principles and morals is um, going to bless her in the long run. So that's exactly what I've seen from it. So great job, Mo. I'm really proud. That was Monet's first time ever dissecting a Bible verse. Y'all, I think she deserves a round of applause. That was not my first, yes. was not my first preach, um, you I know, whatever you want to call say. this. It definitely not. Uh -huh. you know, I'll let you think that. Uh -huh. Girl, shut up. So when's the last time in the last five years that you did it? Oh, I'll wait. Not y'all having this discussion about no, I'm, it. I'm letting her go. I'm like, why are you giving? I've definitely been to Bible study living in Arizona, at least. And I've been here 10 years. So, you know, let that tell yourself. Okay. I'm going to just, we're going to. I don't know what she does at home, but at least to me, this is her first time. Anyhow, all right, we got Miss Teresa on the line. Teresa, you ready? Uh, hey. Yes, I guess. <laughs> Go ahead. She said, I guess, girl. 
Actually, right, I'm studying. This is going to be from. Hey, too bad I'm taking you to First Corinthians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> girl, gotcha. But okay, um, First Corinthians. This is chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. Um, it says, "Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals." And I just wanted to know what does that? How do you need Ooh, if this was this time last year. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's just like that saying, one apple spoils the bunch. Like, and birds of a feather flock together. That, In my case, that does not happen to me because I don't hang around negativity. Um, I don't subject myself to it. Um, so if, you know, I want positivity, that's what I keep around. Um, so that's what basically that means to me. Just don't keep bad company because eventually in the long run, like you'll start picking up their hab- their little habits will become your habits and ain't nobody got time for that. So, you know, stay with good morals, good values and do whatever suits you. Don't have anybody else's like you know, bad mojo come into your life because, yeah, it'll eventually become <laughs> what, you know, it'll, it won't add value to your life, basically. I love it. So, yeah. Love. Thank you, ladies. You guys mm-hmm. crushed the first section. How does it feel? Oh, I liked it. I feel it was good, what, girl. It, 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 I felt like I was in the in a lesson, but go ahead. <laughs> girl, that's way wrong with that. Okay. Right, you know, I like use a little Jesus. Amen. Love. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our second um segment of the podcast thank you so much for your cooperation ladies um y'all can send me hate text messages later we're going to jump into the questions and answers um my first question to all of you guys and um whoever wants to answer first feel free to but I wanted to know um what are your intentions behind dating and why do you have those intentions Um, I'll go first. Thanks, Mo. You're welcome. Um, as I said, I'm not currently dating because I don't believe in the stepdad thing. Because I just believe that you children should sh- be shown genuine love. And until that's real, you don't need to be bringing people around your kid. And it takes a long time to get to know someone seriously, in my opinion. You know, you take about a year to even get to for someone to put their all in you know, start really planning something. In my opinion, I just think it takes about a year and people, I just don't believe in bringing my kid around people. So until it's, until I feel like the intention is forever and that's really what you and I are both looking at and you're that someone I can imagine around my kid and you have good morals and principles and good family, you have to be good family oriented. I'm not really interested. And it's hard to find that this, these days. 
That was very honest of you. Thank you. Um, I honestly agree, but can I just um, ask a follow-up question to you, Mo? What's before up? Before we move on to the others. So I guess what my question is, what will it take for you to get to this? Like, what, like, yeah, what would it take for you to get to the point where you're comfortable with actually dating someone? Because I know you're a firm believer that you don't have to date with your kid or date with your child. You can date outside of them, which I honestly um, applaud you for, because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to do that. But what will it take or what would that be that next step to where you're like, okay, now I'm ready for you to potentially meet Asani or, you know, meet my child. Like, how would that, like, how would that look for you? How would, how would you feel in that moment? Or like, what would have to be done in order for you to like have a change of heart? Action. I mean, for me, like action speaks volumes. So if you're that serious, you're not going to let me keep pushing you away. Okay, bet. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, Teresa, you want to go next, baby? Sure. So my intentions are, you know, one day I just want to be married, you know, and not being married for the sake of just being married, because people like to fantasize about the wedding and all of that instead of the actual work that you have to put into the marriage. Um, but, and I'm at that point right now, like, I'm, uh, like, not multi-dating, yeah, I guess you can call it that, like, just kind of, you know, putting myself out there to see what I like, um, and, you know, just kind of get a feel, I'm not, like, really committed to anything, um, at least not right now, um, just, you know, kind of get my feet wet back in the dating world. So my intentions are right now just kind of seeing what I like. And, you know, once, if I get a feel for you, I get a feel for you. If not, then, you know, it is what it is. But that's just where I'm at right now with life. And, um, yeah, if that answers the question. <laughs> it does. So pretty much like you just said, like, Marriage is obviously your end goal, but right now you're technically just um, testing the waters. You're finding out what you like versus what you don't like in a man um, and probably like, um, you know, certain character traits that stand out to you that you wish to see long term, I'm assuming. Exactly, exactly. Ooh. Okay, perfect. Now, um, Cece, it's going to be a little bit different for you because you're already married. However, um, when you and your husband, um, do date, what are your intentions and like, what do you hope to gain out of those moments together? Um, yeah, well, my intentions when I'm dating is to learn more about my partner, um, to stay connected because being just because we're married doesn't mean that we stop dating. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's really important to continue to date your partner and get to know them. And because um, there's always something to learn about your person, you're always growing and revolving. So I think that's my biggest thing, just staying connected with my partner, keeping the connection alive and getting to learn more about my partner. Love it. And then Cece, I'm going to ask you later on what that looks like, but 
Um, right now, I'm just going to keep it cute and keep it to where we're going to be answering some questions together. So I thank you, ladies. Um, another question that I have, and you guys can feel free, um, whoever wants to take this first, by all means. Um, do you feel like your relationship with your parents impact impacts the partner that you choose um, or the actions that you display in a relationship? Teresa, you want to go or you want me to go? Oh, I'll take this one because my parents have been married for um, 34 years in um, November. So yeah, they've been on this journey and like their their marriage, like to me, even with the ups and the downs, um, like their marriage is beautiful. So um, I think for me, like that's like, I want what they got <laughs> if the Lord will allow it. You know, I want like, like that is just, yeah, it, I can't even explain it. But, um, but that's that God marriage right there. And I'm, I'm all for it. Um, but my relationship with my, my parents, um, I see what my mom did. But she was a stay-at-home mom. And my dad went to work. And, I mean, eventually my mom did too. But um, for the most part, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And, like, she kept the household. My dad went and, like, homie works his butt off. Homie works two jobs. He don't even need to, but he does just, you know, to provide and, um, so like, I see how hard my dad works. So I'm like, I need a man who works just as hard, you know, um, in that stage. And so my dad set the bar, he's top tier for me. Like I need somebody to match that energy right there. So, yeah. I love it. Teresa, I'm going to ask you another question, um, before I let Mo go, um, because one, your parents do have that true black love. Like, girl, I lived across the street from it for years. Um, <laughs> and girl, your dad will be up at the ass crack of dawn, literally, um, <laughs> you know, providing. And I respect that. So, um, but also, girl, your dad was very scary um, just because, you know, he yeah, had that demeanor yeah. to him. Girl, he had Don't act random. Him. He was, it's the He's Rodney scared. scared. He's scary, exactly, Mo. So I not Mr. Rodney. (laughs) So I just have a question like, um, was your dad like was he like a hard ass to you towards you, or was he like, you know, um affectionate, soft? Um, because like I see the demeanor that he put out to like the public, and probably that was for good reason, because girl. Jay Block was just a few streets away from the hood. Um, but I just wanted Next. to know, like, for you, his only daughter, like, how was that relationship? And how do you think that relationship will, like, obviously, I know it's going to impact you when you do get into a relationship. But how was the first relationship with a man in your life? How was he towards you? Oh, this is a good question, because everybody asked me that. Um, so... He was very overprotective and, um, but loving in a way. Like I understood, like now I understand why he was the way he is or was um, back then because I was, again, his baby girl and 
he saw like what everybody else around me that was my age was doing. And he was like, uh-uh, that's not going to be my baby girl. And so like, he was like real overprotective. I did not get it then, but I do get it now. And, but our relationship was like oil and vinegar because I was like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. And he's like, no. So, but at the end of the day, like, I think it was, it's better now. Um, like my 20, like adult years and stuff like that. Um, it was a little strenuous, obviously in my teenage years, cause you know, teenage girls go through that, but, um, well, teenagers period. But now like our relationship has gotten a whole lot better. So if that answers your question, so. That does. Thanks, boo. Um, no, that does answer it. Great. Thank you. I love my daddy. He was just a little, <laughs> he was just a bit much. Girl, look, I understand. I had Kenny. Kenny was a bit, a lot much. How about that? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, we still covering from fucking battle wounds and shit. Um, Mo, you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right, let's hear it. So I definitely feel like my relationship with my parents and like is how I am today your childhood in my opinion it doesn't I feel like growing up you put walls up so you can live through your traumas or live through your life because you're experiencing it at the time I feel like your 20s is where you're repairing and you're reflecting and I definitely like in life and in my love life my parents and how they affected me definitely it shows like just from having Kenny I do not allow people to yell at me (laughs) like that's men or women I don't allow you to be questioning me, like, where are you going? You trying to track my car? I'm not going for any of that, like, at all. <laughs> like, it's just certain things that happened growing up with, with parents. Definitely, it, it molded who I am today. So I definitely, one reason why I don't date, I feel like my kid doesn't any, you know, something like I said, people date with their children. And I don't think, to me, that's not saying it, what works for me doesn't work for you. But from my childhood, I'm not. I let that be the example in itself. She's not about to be around a bunch of people. I can respect that. And y'all, for who you, for those of you who don't know, Kenny is Mia Monet's stepdad. Um, so yeah, we're one of them. It was one stepdad. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but I don't really care to claim the others because <laughs> he was around. Right, he was longest. a father. He was a father figure, you know, and they were married, so he was exactly. definitely a father figure for however long and. That also affects every relationship is seen by the kid. Like Teresa said, her parents is what she's seen growing up. So if you see something growing up, you take that good or bad, you reflect on that in in your actions. And to me, my relationship with my parents definitely molded who I am. So Mo, my question then is like, we know like the relationship with Kenny pretty much like had us to build walls up, not to mention we don't like others to... Um, you know, degrade us, down talk us, or try to control us. How about your relationship with mommy? How did that reflect um, how you are now in a relationship? I was answering that question for both. I wasn't just saying just Kenny. I, that answer was for both. I was, I'm guarded one reason because of mom. You know, like, like you said, episode one of your podcast, you had an alcoholic mother who was in and out when, you know, she didn't have us when she was out, when she was, you know, drinking, but when she had us, it was when she was sober. So that in and out definitely affects how I view people. 
I'm not allowing anyone in my life temporarily. So therefore, until I see a future and actions behind that, I'm not going to talk to you that seriously. Okay. I can definitely respect it. Monet's dropping some real. Got me vulnerable and shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. You know, this is K time. It's time to be vulnerable. We express ourselves, love ourselves. Our, our, our weekly therapy session. But that's what K time is. Exactly. <laughs> Not the therapy <laughs> session. CC. I mean, she is right. <laughs> Look, this is where we express ourselves, love ourselves, and heal ourselves. I think I had that in a full disclosure. <laughs> I mean, you got me reading Bible verses and clarifying some childhood traumas and shit. So, you know, go ahead, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, she knew what she well, was doing. It gets doing a little fun, here. y'all. <laughs> it gets fun over here, y'all. I promise. <laughs> CC, last but not least, boo. Yes. So, um, unfortunately, I was not able to um, experience a household where there was two parents either. So um, it was just my mom growing up for the most part. And we had, um, you know, her different partners throughout the time that I was with or living with her. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like like Monet said, your experiences um, with your parents definitely help are not yeah help play a part in the characteristics that you bring into a relationship um I love my mother to death she did everything that I feel like she possibly could or everything she thought was right at the time to um raise her four kids by herself um unfortunately my dad passed away at a very young age and left her with a whole bunch of babies so um, you know, she did the best she could, but, um, I do feel like, you know, seeing my mom in and out of different relationships and, um, not all of them were the best relationships at that. Like we've seen a lot of like arguing and like trust issues and like all that kind of stuff, um, growing up. And so for me, like one thing I definitely continue to pray about for myself in my relationship now, um, is how I come across in my relationship. I feel that, I find myself like picking arguments or like um, having the same trust issues and not trusting men just because no man has been secure in my life ever, except for my husband now um, and my brother and my uncles. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like the immediate family, like all the men that ever came in our life, like literally let us down in the worst way possible. And so seeing what my mom went through as far as like cheating, um, getting cheated on, let me say, and, um, like just all that, all that bad stuff, verbal abuse, like all of that kind of stuff um, definitely plays a part in uh, how I, how I am in, in a relationship now. And also what I allow myself to go through sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that your parents help play a huge part in how you are in a relationship. That I agree. Um, thank you, Cece, for sharing, boo. And I can definitely relate. So thank you. Um, my question, thanks. I love when you say, of course. It reminds me of Prince. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So ladies, um, my next question, and this is going to be the last question for now that you guys are going to answer all together. Um, and then I'm going to kind of narrow it down a bit. Um, but 
I wanted to ask, do you guys have any regrets from your past partners? Um, and anyone could feel free to go first. I'll go. Hell motherfucking yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> okay. okay. And while saying that, my daughter looked back at me. And I don't mean that in the worst way. I don't, I do feel like everyone was brought into your life for a reason. My, you know, um, I would, what I can say for Sonny's dad is he definitely taught me, he taught me a lot of things as bad as that relationship ended it, that it was a, a three-year relationship, three and a half year relationship. He taught me a lot. And the traumas that I had as a child, not really realizing that I had, like Cece said, growing up, seeing arguments and stuff like that. My mom didn't really do that. But one thing I can say about my mom was she was very strong. You wasn't about to punk her. And I felt like that in every relationship, and especially in that relationship, I wasn't going for certain shit. And what I can say is I don't regret, um, you know, be, being as strong as I was, but I'm just going to say, hell yeah. <laughs> I definitely regret some people, <laughs> uh, but I do feel like every relationship teaches you something, whether it's about yourself, teaches you not to do something ever again. It teaches you, you know, something came from that relationship. That's why you moved on from it. And if you didn't move on from it, you're going to realize something going forward because you just want to analyze it. <laughs> so my question yes. will, will be, um, sorry, Cece. Um, go ahead, Cece. <laughs> no, boo, if you have a follow-up question, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask Mo, so what particular regrets do you have then? Is it like you were too kind? Was it the time that was wasted or was it just like, um, over, like what, what were the actual regrets I should say? I would guess when, you know, God shows you a sign, that's your sign to take something. But as women, we're taught to be so monogamous and to hold our partners down. And I, I definitely stayed when I seen signs that I should have left. And because, you know, people, I'm such an understanding person um, I understand nobody's perfect. We're young. We're going to live and learn. And I'm, I'm a person. So I'm going to stay down and ride with somebody, whether they make mistakes or not. This is I hope my partner would do for me. But my regret is definitely not leaving. Like when someone shows you who they are, take it. That God, you ask for God for a sign or you, you know, God shows you a sign. Take it. If especially if it means something to you, like somebody hurt you like something bad, you know, you know, damn well, you ain't supposed to be hurt like that. Girl, that is a sign. You better go. <laughs> like, I understand you love them and you're trying to ride, but go. God showed you that sign. <laughs> yes. And that I agree. Because he's going to talk to you multiple times, show you those red flags. And as you keep progressing, he's going to start throwing fucking storms in your way. So. And I just think, because, like I said, as women, we're taught to be monogamous. We're taught to, you know, stay down and be with one person that's the ideal thing but you know times are changing you know it sucks to say you can't be monogamous with somebody but sometimes per people ain't worth you 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 being damaged just for them to grow like no i'd come first i love me period sis period yes. love it. <laughs> and that is a fucking word go ahead cc you want to go next yeah i'll go next but mo i just want to say preach baby girl because everything you said was 110 um thank you girl yes but um I agree with Mo I don't I don't want to say that I regret anything because um I hate to regret stuff but there are some choices that I wish I would have 
thought more about before I made them um, or before I allowed myself to get vulnerable with certain people. But of course, that like Monet said, I feel like it just comes with like life lessons. Everybody's going to have to go through a few heartbreaks before they meet their one or everybody's going to have to go through life lessons um, before they get to where they're trying to go. But um, one thing that I feel like I regret the most with myself is that um, I wish I would have got to know myself more before I allowed anybody in and um, to take advantage of me. I feel like in a lot of my relationships, a lot, girl, majority of my relationships, like I got taken advantage of. And I also um, changed who I was or what I believed in to satisfy another person and I just I really regret doing that I really because after the relationship was over and I changed everything that about me everything that I believed and tried to satisfy this person (laughs) y'all I'm so sorry (laughs) I got a son um but anyways uh whenever you know I changed (laughs) (laughs) I I I just regret that the most I regret changing who I was and allowing anybody to um to have a power over me over my emotions or anything like that and when I left just made me feel even more worse even though I'm the one who made the choice to leave but it's because I knew I deserved something better and so I just wish I would have got to know myself more and got more stronger in myself before I got in a relationship with anybody I feel you. I agree 110% with that. I wish I would have gotten to know myself more um, before I started dating who I dated because I allowed them to be like, I was the doormat girl. And like, (laughs) people to just walk all over me. And, um, and that's not even within a relationship within friendship period. Um, I was, I just allowed people just to walk all over me and I didn't like speak up for myself and Mo can attest to this because she's low-key my therapist because <laughs> I, I literally like Mo and she'd be like no you need to speak up for yourself like stop letting these people walk all over you and like I'm learning that now like I've, I've learned my lesson with these people and not putting their you know what they're going through on to me like that's not my issue I don't have those issues like don't project onto me um so um I lost my chain of thought but yeah I just know what my worth is now and I'm walking perfectly fine in that right now and um Okay, okay. So to be honest, it just sounds like a lot of times our regrets aren't necessarily the people that we've been with. It's the matter of the choices that we made and us altering ourselves um, for, you know, that significant other or for like that feeling of love. Um, Girl, um, I definitely regret some of the people that I Damn. chose to do it too. <laughs> say, I know you heard me say hell motherfucking yeah when you said about do we regret people. Damn, y'all, okay. Yeah. Y'all I, don't, I don't I don't regret because like Mo said, um, that's where I was going with. Um, because I lost my train of thought. I don't regret the person that I dated because in the long run, like 
that taught me a huge lesson and like not to settle. And like, once I see them red flags, like, honey, I'm out. Like God only has to show me one time and I'm clear for the door. Block and delete. the girl. Block and delete. She said you. clear for the door. <laughs> listen, you listen. What? The nearest exit soon as I see a red flag. I'm looking for that exit quick because you're what you're not gonna do is have me go all around the mulberry bush. No, uh uh uh. No mulberry bush. Yes. Listen. No, (laughs) we're not going through that emotional roller coaster. No, I'm not with that. Okay, Beth. I definitely understand. All right. So we got people and things that we regret, period. Um, Respect it. All right. So those were the um, obviously the questions that I wanted to ask you ladies all together. Now I have some questions that um, I want to ask um, some of the ladies individually. Um, Teresa, I'm going to go with you first. Um, and I just have a few questions for you just because I know that you're pretty skillful with like the online dating. Um, so these questions are going to be really targeted towards that. So um, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so my um, first question, to be honest, is like, how do you navigate the online dating scene? Um, Like one, um, because these are going to be questions within the question. So one, is there like a type you look for um, when you are like, you know, okay. And I guess my first question should be, yes. How do you navigate the dating online scene? Like, do you have particular apps that you use? And with those apps, um, please do tell the type of guy that obviously catches your eye that you're like swiping right to, right? It's either swiping right or left. Swipe, right yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't really have like a type. It depends on like what their, um, like what their profile says about them. Because like, obviously a picture is worth a thousand words. Like, cause you know, attraction is first, but I try not to base like my decision on whether to swipe right or swipe left on their picture. Um, now mind you, if like, he's got anime as his profile picture, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, we ain't doing that. Um, I, Girl, if you got attack no. on Titan, you better go on a date with him. The fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, <laughs> no, I smell no, <laughs> right <laughs> no offense against you know people that like anime but i'm not one of those people so uh-uh um <laughs> so like um i like so so I, question do you like go through their profile and look at like um how much effort they put into saying they're about me and shit yes and no um if you overly put like a a whole bunch of stuff in your profile what are we going to talk about like i don't want to and i hate i hate i hate being the only one talking like i i don't mind initiating like hey like how are you my name is Teresa. thank you for swiping right you know initiating the conversation but if i'm the only one saying questions and talking oh no honey block and delete block and delete Okay, so then that brings me to another question for you, uh, Teresa. Um, so you got some online icebreakers. Like, um, do you, like, 
how do you reel them in? Like, what, what's your catchphrases? Like, what's your, like, you know, your lines? When Girl, you're trying to- listen. <laughs> TikTok made me do it. Um, Because there's this girl that I follow on TikTok, and she does catchphrases for um, online dating. Yo, but I tell you, um, for instance, um, one of them is, is your parents beat... Um, is your parents beavers? Cause you are damn fine or something like that. I can't remember it word for word, but I used it like on a few of them and they were like, yo, that's like, what? Hi, how are you doing? And I'm just like, Hey, he's like, yo, that was clever. And, <laughs> and then like some other ones, um, I think it was a fresh Prince one. It's like, um, are you tired? Cause you've been running through my mind all day. <laughs> That's so the good one. Like, right. I so love the corny like, ones. The, it's the corny ones. It's like, cause you know, I'm a child, I'm a big kid at heart. So, and they'd be like, yo, I remember now for Fresh Prince, you ain't slick. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, I'm glad you watched Fresh Prince. So we just get to call, you know, be like, yo, that was my favorite, you know, 90s sitcom, whatever. And that's how you just kind of just play it off. And I'd be like, I know that was corny, but you know, thanks for playing along, you know stuff like that so I'm gonna give you one Teresa and this is just for good faith um one that like really stuck out to me is like are you from Tennessee because you're the only 10 I see I see (laughs) (laughs) yes that's my favorite one yes I remember (laughs) that one we used that one in middle school (laughs) girl yes that's my shit I don't mind recycling in like uh, material I don't mind recycling material sis um, and I was going to ask you, at what point do you decide like, okay, one, like, I do want to meet up with you. Like how many, like, how long do you guys have to talk in order for you to be able to do a meet and greet in person? And then, um, are you willing to like go out with them with like not much conversation or do you need to build a rapport first? Like, um, when do you decide like, Hey, I want to meet up. It depends on how the conversation goes. Like, if we're, like, really, like, conversing and, like, it's just, like, flowing, um, I'll then offer my number and then, like, hey, let's talk outside this app, you know, whatever, because obviously we have lives and people don't be remember to check the app. So I'm like, hey, let's just talk outside the app and, you know, make it convenient for the both of us. So... Then if that goes well, hey, and sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's not. Um, it just depends on the conversation. And if you keep my mind intrigued, like I'm intrigued by like, and I know most say like words, people lie, but sometimes like, like I, the Lord gave me discernment and I kind of can just discern whether, you know, they're BSing or, you know, they're actually genuine with their conversations and, you know, their replies and stuff. Okay. So you just, so you go off of the vibe and just, um, really you just test yeah. to see where each of you guys are at before you make that decision. Exactly. If the vibe is right and we're on the same page, if, you know, if we're both like, Hey, I'm just trying to, you know, meet a new friend. Okay, cool. I, I'm, I'm a great friend and go off that 
Bet friendship is the foundation of any successful relationship. So I'm for it. Exactly. Yes. Build that foundation of friendship first. Because like right, I always girl. said, like you can love a person and you can love a person all day, but you have to actually like them. Like <laughs> I want to be able to say I I like him. And because you know, love people throw that out to their way too much for me. But I want to be able to say I like you. I can respect it. Let me ask you, um, are there any, do you have any rules for yourself when you're um, dating? Like, um, especially when you're online dating, because like um, one thing I noticed when I even used to test the fields with like online apps, um, men be wanting you to be DTF. So like, do you put any rules on dating? Like, you know, you're not going to go to anyone's house. Put a rule on it. <laughs> like I'm like do you not like do you only meet up in public areas because I know that's a big thing nowadays like what are your rules when it comes down to online dating like um or just dating in general like what do you tell yourself like okay this is a must in order for me to go through with it so what we're not gonna do is be like uh-uh I'm not for the DTF no what you, mm -mm. so I, I make that disclosure first like off rip because that's what some people aren't really true about their intentions. So I just make that known up front. Like, this ain't what this is. Like, I'm not, I value myself way too much to just be out here, you know, spread evil for everybody. Um, so if that's what you want, I suggest you, you know, block and delete me. Okay, you better <laughs> drop down and get your eagle on, girl. <laughs> I'm not dropping, getting my eagle a girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, kidding. <laughs> so I make that disclosure first. And um I will say make sure you know you're not expecting the guy to pay. Because and and I know people are gonna look at me sideways and be like, what? Like a man is always supposed to pay, you know. Well, I don't believe Some, that. I believe whoever initiates the date should be the paying date for the date. Should, there you go. Or split the check. So Damn, I ain't splitting nobody's check now, but okay. Not, <laughs> like, you something. pay for your own and, and, and I pay for and you pay for your own. Like, so would you call that a date though or a hangout? Because at this point, if I'm splitting the check, nigga, this ain't no date. It, exactly. It, it just depends on like for instance, I went on a I went out on a date and he looked at me and was like, um, he's like, so what do you want to do? And I said, it don't matter. And because I wanted to see where he was at. So he was like, split the check. All right, bet. So this was a hangout. And exactly. so now we just talk as friends. We don't talk like oh this is going to be my girlfriend like I'm trying to pursue her no and I'm not pursuing him like that so now we're just friends and that's okay. cool with me I mean I thought I thought it was going a different avenue but I guess somewhere it lost in translation I don't know he just was like okay maybe she's like cool as a friend all right bet that's not it's not hurting me I, I don't care but yeah okay so your rules are don't get it fucked up. We ain't busting no guts. Um, Period. <laughs> another rule is 
Um, if you ain't paying, I ain't staying. We're going to keep it strictly friends. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think, did you, <laughs> did you say any uh, anyone, anything else that I missed? Um, no, I think we got those, just those two. But thank you, Teresa. I appreciate it. That's honestly, um, that's all my questions for now for the online dating. I'm going to move right. over to Mo with her situationships. Um, but stay close because I do have some um, closing questions. Can Cece go next? Days. I'm trying to help Sonny with something. Okay. Yeah, sure. Cece, you ready? Dang, Cece, you ready? Yes, boo. Sorry, I'm ready. <laughs> Dang, girl. girl, I'm doing right. much. I'm sorry. I can see. Is this like bedtime for all the little rascals? Yeah, girl, but girl, yes. Okay. Anyways, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, babe. So, Cece, um, this is us just stepping into, um, honestly, marriage life. First question I'm going to ask you, um, why did you choose your husband? And when did you know that Mr. Tori was the one that you wanted to give your all to um, for better or for worse? Um, girl, that's a great question. I think about that every day. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Girl, first of all, full on disclosure, marriage is not freaking easy for anybody out there that thinks that marriage is just this perfect little thing. It's not right. It takes a lot of hard work and a lot of love. Um, but sorry, girl, you've had a lot of praying too. Yeah, girl, that part. Um, so why did I choose my partner? Um, honestly, girl. It, it was a God thing. Um, <laughs> me and Tori have known each other since we were in eighth grade elementary school. So we were on and off all throughout high school. He was like my best friend. And um, we kind of went separate ways for like two years. And then we found each other again in our adult lives. And um, yeah, girl, I don't know. Our just connection, our connection never um, went away. And eventually, girl, we got back together, fell in love. And, um, yeah, so I, I don't know, girl, I don't, there wasn't like a, a mysterical day. Like, I can't tell you the day that I was like, this is going to be the man that I marry or anything like that. Um, but girl, I don't know when it was in God's will, he got down on his knees and asked me to marry him. And, um, that's, that's really how it happened. The love was there, the connections there. Um, and, yeah, he's just the and person girl, I chose. You didn't have to, to overthink it or think about it at all. Like when I'm he not asked gonna... you, did you want to marry me? Like you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're okay. Um, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, I feel like every bride can feel this. Like when you first get engaged, um, it's kind of a scary feeling because you're just kind of like, okay, wait. Like I just said yes. Like, am I sure that this is the person that I like that I want to marry? But like. Um, I don't know. There wasn't like anything in me that was like, no, you know what I'm saying? Um, there were obviously some concerns because we were so young. I got engaged when I was what, 19, I think. 
yeah I was 19 or no I was 20 um I got engaged when I was 20 so um I was so young and like I girl like I said we were high school sweethearts like he was my best friend like I really couldn't see myself being with anybody else anyway I was already pregnant with um our son Prince and uh I don't know it just felt right it, there there was nothing that made me feel wrong about it and um so yeah no nothing really made me feel like I shouldn't do that I love it. So everything screamed yes for you. That's what's up. Um, Boo, I was going to ask you, ask you, when do you find time to like still date each other? Like, and when I say, when do you find time to date each other? I mean, like outside of family time, because obviously I know that like when you guys have prints, um, but it is important for like, you know, in your relationship to have, you know, just y'all time. So, um, you know, when do you guys find that time? And, um, honestly, what does that time look like for you guys? Yeah. Um, girl right now, I don't really know. Um, when we were living back, like where family was at and stuff, it was easier because, you know, obviously we had like babysitters and had time to go, you know, go on a date or something like that. But right now, like we're fully and completely dependent on each other, um, raising our son right now. We don't have any family or friends around um, us to help us in any way. So our dating life is kind of suffering, girl. And, um, that's why I'm saying like marriage is not, it's not always easy. It's not always peaches and roses. Like it's not always just you and your partner. Like right now, my dating life with Tori is literally with my son. Like I can't, I can't date him without Prince involved right now. Um, and that's just the situation that we're in. So my dating life with him is literally with Prince as well. Like, and that's going to the movies together, to the park, um, stuff like that. I mean, I guess the only time that you can really say um, we do have a little date moment is when Prince is asleep and, you know, we could play a game together or watch a movie together or, you know, be intimate with each other or whatever. But um, yeah, that's really our only alone time. I can feel it, boo. And to be honest, you can always just call me on FaceTime, put me in Prince's room and have at it. I'll be the virtual babysitter <laughs> girl you know we tried that before prince was not listening <laughs> girl you don't <laughs> that man would hang the hell up he don't care <laughs> um but no i feel you boo i was gonna ask um like do you and uh tori surprise each other like um whenever you guys did date in the past present or like do you want to surprise each other like in the future like and if so like what ideas do you got what do you have like to pretty much you know spice it up a notch um um <laughs> I feel like I try a lot I feel like I um try to get um you know like new games like get to know each other kind of games 
Um, or girl, I don't, I really, it sounds so bad, but like right now I'm in this period in our life, we're in this period in our life, honestly, where this is like completely new to us. Um, everything is like completely new. Like we have a whole change of environment. And um, so it's, it's hard to try to find that foundation or try to figure out what we can do to like keep things exciting. Um, because right now it's literally just like game time and we're just like on like on and off switches in our day-to-day life. So right now it's really hard to figure out I don't know, girl, like what we could do to make things exciting or to surprise each other. Like there's, and there's no like, um, girl, it's, it's honestly a really difficult situation. If I could just be real with y'all, I'm gonna just be real with y'all. It's K time. <laughs> um, <laughs> girl, like, look, she had me all vulnerable. Go ahead. Right. Yes, girl. girl. <laughs> honestly, y'all like relation. I mean, a marriage is not easy. Like you really have to put your feelings and your like wants aside sometimes um and vice versa like you and your partner and right now um like I said me and Tori just moved from having all the help in the world to literally only having each other we both work full-time jobs um Tori actually overtime full-time job this man is in the army so he's um when he's home he's tired um and when I'm home I'm taking care of Prince and then by the end of the day I'm tired So it's like, we really don't have time for each other that much. Um, And we're trying to find, or I'm trying to find that balance. And honestly, it's been a lot of crying nights, a lot of praying, a lot of um, like, I need help in this situation because I really, um, it's really new to me. I've never had a, you got, like I said earlier, I haven't seen a successful marriage in my life except for like my aunt. And um, so it's really new to me. And like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just like trusting God and like praying about it and just like um, trying to make the best of my relationship because I do love my husband and I know he loves me too. And um, like I said, this is just like a new chapter for us, like something that's very new to us. And we have to find that, find that fun again, that spark again. Boo, I love that you're being so open and honest and real about it. Um, I love I that think too, you. girl. Like I'm over here just in my feels for like what, girl, dead <laughs> ass. And like, I wish that like we were married so that way we can relate. But regardless, girl, like I'm really good at putting myself in other people's like shoes um, and finding solutions, girl. You know me, we'd be on the phone all damn day, and I'm gonna throw you about ten solutions, whether or not you know you want to use one or five of them. By all means. But um, ladies, Mo, Teresa, any ideas or any like um, any, you know, helpful feedback for Cece to honestly be able to try something new with her husband? Um, Because, again, like these are trying times and I know three females are better than just one. So do you guys have any suggestions, advice or? Yeah, I got it. Cece, I'm going to pry real quick. You been having sex, right? <laughs> I'm crying because you're not having sex in front of your child. Like you said, when Prince goes to bed, you guys are watching a movie or you play the video game, but that's everyday house stuff. So in my opinion, I'm saying if you can take that little bit of time to like 
ask him, like, you know, it might take a little nagging because guys don't want to listen. But like, hey, babe, can you put the baby, can you put Prince to bed real quick? Da 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 da. You know, you got to do something. I don't know what you got to do. You know, you know, set up the living room real romantic. Show him effort. Show him like, hey, I'm I'm trying here, so I need you to have the same effort because like marriage is about communication, if anything. So communicate that, but you know, have your action, your communicating come with actions behind. Show him that just that little bit of 20 minutes it took him to put Prince down, he could do that same thing. Run you a bath with candles, something intimate, something, you know what I mean? Like it's the effort behind that. And I know it's just you and him. I live with someone when it's just me, you know, me, him, and a baby. But if you have time to have sex, you have time to romance. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, boo. But girl, I was about to answer your question. Like even that be like, out of the window sometimes and like that's what I'm saying um I just feel like um girl that's a whole nother topic like honestly we could talk about this like outside of the podcast because girl that will go on for years but but, you know um girl life is just hard sometimes and to answer like all together to answer your question KK like yeah it's literally just the whole like surprising stuff and whatever, like right now in the situation that I'm in, I can only speak for experience. And like this current situation that I'm in right now, it's not that like right now we're in a position where we are really getting tested in our marriage. And, um, and girl, this is like one of those tests, like literally um, it's, it's one of the tests that we're going to have to go through to either build or break us. And yeah. Well, girl, you know I'm rooting for you and Tori is about to build you. Um, ain't shit been Yes, great. I will definitely um, keep y'all in prayer. Girl, oh, seriously. Um, but, Cece, you already know how where I stand. Um, Mo, I do love your ideas because just like how you mentioned, because as soon as Cece said that, like, it's just her, Prince, and Tori, I'm like, girl, I love me my candles and incense. And girl, we was on FaceTime the other day. I know you got incense. Um, girl. That's <laughs> <laughs> that, that mood. You know how I um how I be getting down. I'll be like, girl, light the candles, light the incense, um, throw on that lingerie. And you don't even have to do it for nasty time. Um, you can literally just be like, babe, like lay down, let me give you a massage. Or better yet, be like, babe, I'm going to lay down. You need to give me a massage. It's been a long damn day. Like, and like Monet said, kind of get that romance back and build that intimacy. Because um, I know every relationship goes through their periods where like they're being tried and like, you know, that's, that's understandable. Work on what y'all got to work on during the day. But when it comes down to at night, definitely try to do just about anything to get that one-on-one FaceTime. And it doesn't just have to involve you guys literally having sex. It can literally just be you reading him a book or you rubbing his head um, or him rubbing your hair, playing with it type shit. Like it really is just like the small things that are going to make a difference during these times and make you feel closer to your husband. And even like you said, you said sometimes you feel like you're trying, the, you know, you trying the most. A lot of times it's, it's usually us because guys are so dismissive and they don't like to communicate. But at least you can know what you're doing on your part is communicating. You're letting him know. So if there isn't, you know, an error, there's something happens that goes wrong. Bro, I communicated. I let you know what was up. Now, he don't want to listen. You know, take away that damn game. All we got is each other now. So you're going to do something out of boredom. Right. That part. I agree. Thank you, Boo. Um, my other question for you, and this will probably be the last one before I move on to Monet. Um, my question is, 
Um, does your marriage come with any special instructions? Like, do you and Tori have like a, um, like, do you guys have like rules and like regulations or is it just more so like, you, like, you know, what to not, what to do and what not to do, but like, how do you guys know? And how did you guys establish like those boundaries? Girl. Um, so no rule book, no, um, anything like that. I feel like obviously with every relationship, everybody knows in their relationship, um, what boundaries to cross and not to cross. So for me and Tori, like I said, we were best friends before we were ever in a relationship and we've known each other since we were kids. So we literally kind of grew up with each other in a sense, um, and growing to like be with each other. Me and Tori had our very toxic times. We've had, um, very trying times and we've had very loving times and um, we're able to grow through all of that bad stuff. Um, so I feel like, you know, I love my husband enough to um, girl more than anybody in this world. I know exactly what to say or what to do to piss this man off in a flick of a light. So um, you know what I'm saying? There are no boundaries are rules but I feel like out of respect for my husband I'm not going to do nothing or say something that I know is going to trigger that man just like you know vice versa he's not going to do nothing or say something that he knows will trigger me because we both know each other so well um I mean he's the most person he's the one person that I'm the most intimate with like he knows me the most out of probably majority of people in my life right now because of how much how intimate we are with each other not just sexually but like mentally you know what I'm saying like emotionally physically he's seen me at my worst at my highest like we've been through a lot of stuff with each other and I feel like that's how we establish those boundaries or those like um you know like what what we can or cannot and girl like like I said this man yeah like this man is literally like my best friend at the same time he's like family now just like the same way that you like get mad at your brother is the same way that I get mad at this man or like you know the same way that I love my father is the same way that I love this man is like all these different feelings in one person so it's really dangerous and it's really hard to maintain that love and it's really fragile and that's why like I said I pray all the time about my relationship and how I go about it every single day just because girl he irritates my soul but I still love him enough to not um to not go that route with him you know what I'm saying or I'm I'm gonna choose to not take it there um and so there's like the same way with him, you know what I mean? So there's, um, that's how we establish those borders or those boundaries. And I feel like it's always different for every, every couple, like everyone establishes their own things. Thanks, boo. I agree. To be honest, like you just know after a certain amount of time with people, like you said, you know, their do's and don'ts and what their triggers are. Um, thank you, boo. I appreciate you answering my questions honestly and just being vulnerable um because I know that's not easy for any of us so I want to just thank you um of course with that being, <laughs> with that being said Miss Monet are you ready to get down to the nitty-gritty honey mm-hmm, what's up <laughs> <laughs> I know you asked it's probably like, yeah, I made all of them go first so I can know what kind of questions <laughs> Kayla's going to hit me with. No, as soon as I said, go ahead, Cece, I was free. And I was like, but here you go. I already know you're about the prize. So what you want to know? <laughs> Girl, anybody who knows me knows I'm going to ask the questions, okay? Um, I'm nosy, y'all, but it's cool. Um, 
one mo i want you to define like um define what a situationship is to you or what having a boo is to you like what does what Word. I'm laughing because those are your words. <laughs> those are your words. That's what you think that I have. But <laughs> so what do you have? What would you call it then? Are you asking because I'm not a relationship girl and I'm and I talk to people? Is that why you say that? Yeah, because you always say, "Girl, you know how we talk." You'd be like, <laughs> "My da 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 boo." Like you know what it is. So to me, like. You can't sit here and say, like, I see that you're not dating because a lot of people be, like, out of state. But obviously, girl, like, it's definitely a situationship. All right. So. Or open relationship. <laughs> All right. So I'm a. Help a um, bitch out. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to say I'm a monogamous female because I'm far from the monogamous. And when I say that, I, I feel like everyone has different definitions of faithful and, you know, what you allow. So refresh my memory monogamous means that you're like um, open to oh faithful monogamous means you're faithful and one-on-one um i'm not big on monogamous monogamous whatever that damn word is um because i don't trust nobody i feel i just don't trust anybody but because i don't trust nobody don't mean i'm out here multi-talking to people like i don't like that i'm not trying to text 10 different niggas i want to talk to one person and and that's it now do I believe that that one person is talking to me just me hell no but that's my boo like that's who I'm talking to that's who I'm interested at the time like that so that's my boo in that moment but because I'm not seriously dating he ain't my boyfriend so he gonna have to know that and I'm very vocal because I what I don't like is someone's trying to force me into a relationship because that's what men do they don't like to share they'll be like oh you're my girl and all of a sudden now we together in a relationship we both didn't sign up for now we don't know the rules to this relationship so I say up front I ain't looking for nothing serious so they know offhand you know what I mean what it is so that leads me to my next question then what are some rules that you establish like early on like you clearly said that you tell them like you don't take me seriously so with that being said do you give them the green light to talk to other people? Um, do they have the green light to like be in a full blown relationship? Do they oh, have the no. green light? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing shit out there. So, you know, trying to get the mind racing. Go nah, ahead, girl. I feel you. But um, I'm not even going to lie. I, I'm not even going to lie. I definitely give off side bitch, like side bitch men- like mentality. I definitely do. Material. And, oh, yeah. yeah, material, I guess. I, get, I give off side bitch material because I normally don't want a relationship nothing too serious and that was before me having a child I thought like that because my trust level is I feel like I'm meant to be in an open relationship and I say an open relationship to an extent because my trust level in people is very low I don't believe someone is faithful I don't believe you're talking to just me you can tell me a thousand times I'm still not gonna believe your ass in my head I'm thinking "Mm -hmm." (laughs) but um you said what's my rules and stuff talking to somebody I'm just big on respect you're going to respect me whether that means if you are talking to somebody she better know who I am she better know not to start no drama this way because I'm very disrespectful um you know you're going to also don't talk to none of my friends I don't go for none of that um you know you gotta I don't really talk to people with kids so like I don't go for the baby mama drama like I'm again I'm disrespectful I'm gonna tell y'all all to go die like <laughs> but Disrespect. I'm big on respect. Kids. No, y'all all gotta go die because now you done disrespected me. So oh, no, sorry. you disrespected me. Yeah. Now my child has to be home with a crying mama. No, that's not what's going on. So now y'all all can go die. 
so okay let's just get let's rewind um we're gonna skip the dying part <laughs> we want everybody to live a long happy life okay <laughs> anyhow um all right so rules are come correct or get corrected as far as don't just don't be disrespectful the, the rule um, is be my friend okay but simple enough so then my question then is like at what point do you do you ever take your boo things or your situationship seriously or at what point do they start taking it seriously because I know you have stalkers in the past there she go put my business out there <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put it out there if you ain't finna yeah. do it <laughs> um I give um I'm gonna be honest with y'all I had one serious relationship my whole life and then the rest of them were situationships or booze like Kayla said <laughs> I no, just it wasn't serious. <laughs> he forced it to be serious. <laughs> Damn. I'm a person who I play games. I play a lot of games. If if it was up to me, honestly, like Teresa said, she she like Teresa said she dates for the moment. We'll get to that later. That's how I feel. I feel like you need to be my friend. Like you need to be my best friend. If you can be my best friend, that means you're gonna be the best partner. And I feel like you need to. Time doesn't wait for that. If that takes us five years to get there, it takes us five years to get there. I personally don't put a rush on things, and that comes down to me playing games. So guys who want me really got to boss up and like, nah, what you're not doing is none of that. We're together. And that turns me on, and, and, and it makes me like you. But again, that's why I had one serious relationship, because he put the pressure in. <laughs> okay. So basically, basically, Mo, you saying that if they apply the pressure, they might get something cooking. Nah, facts. I said you got to apply the pressure. And I'm like, Teresa, off that. I'm not for none of the booty calls because I am psycho and I will go beat up your mom just because you done disrespecting me. I don't do well with disrespect. Y'all are wild. Um, she doesn't do well with disrespect. Don't disrespect her. Period. Period. Um. Thanks, Mo. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I'm done questioning your ass. You just complicated. It's the stalker comment for she me. And I only had stalkers, to my defense, <laughs> I only had stalkers because men can't handle honesty neither. You know, you can be as honest with a, with a guy and they swear that they can either challenge it or change your mind. If a woman is telling you she does not want kids, or a woman is telling you she does not want a relationship, why don't you listen to her instead of trying to change her mind? And that's Girl, why people are out there acting crazy because they didn't want to listen to themselves or me when I told them I didn't want them. Honestly, Mo, that is real as hell. And that goes for vice versa. Like, don't, that's if true. somebody says, that's like something you learn in elementary school. When somebody says no, that means no. You know what I mean? You would think that it'll be common sense, but both, all humans have a hard time compre comprehending that no is a sentence, no has a period at the end of it there's no follow-up there's no rebuttal it's just a no and with I agree that with being that. said and it's not a challenge thank you boo thanks boo because no um i'm going to ask you guys um just a few more questions um this is going to bring the group of ladies all back together and then we're going to have to move on to our next segment because i do still have things in this podcast that i want to accomplish um so my question for all of you ladies um, will mainly be um, at what point of dating do you decide that it's um, about time for you guys to have uncomfortable conversations? Like, is it 
a limit as far as like the first three dates you don't want to have those discussions is it going to be like you know never you don't want to have those discussions at what point are you like hey let's have this uncomfortable discussion let's talk about politics let's talk about how you plan to raise your kids let's talk about your childhood traumas like let's talk any takers i was going to say um I don't really have serious conversations. I, um, maybe because like I'm only talking about what's your favorite color. No, I mean, I talk, but like I said, being <laughs> my friend is important. And like a person like me, I'm not going to lie. I have a wall up. You like, you going to have to put in some years for me to put that wall down. Like how we was talking about mom just now on a podcast. I don't do that with people in my life who've been in my life forever. Like <laughs> I got a tough wall up. So if it ain't about STDs or nothing, because I will ask that. If that's a tough question you mean, we're going to talk about that before we have any type of intercourse. But tough questions like what you've been through in your childhood, you know, what fears you face. I don't ask stuff like that. So when you get asked stuff like that, do you kind of like disregard it? No, um, I kind of sway away from the question. It just depends. Like, it honestly just depends. Um, I haven't really had that many deep conversations. Like people, I notice a lot of guys don't ask that. And maybe I haven't came across the right ones who do. I just, maybe because I don't pry, they don't pry. That's respectable. And a lot of guys like to be in the moment anyhow. Um, how about you guys, Teresa or Cece? Um, can you repeat the question, Boo? Yes. At what point of dating do you decide that it's time for you to have uncomfortable conversations? And like with those uncomfortable conversations, it can be as far as like childhood trauma, politics, religion, like anything that you will deem to be uncomfortable, shit, a body count, if you find that to be uncomfortable, like at what point do you decide like, okay, it's time for me to actually have this conversation, like where, you know, it's needed. Is it like you don't do it within the first three dates or is it just depending on like how comfortable you are with someone? I feel like um, for me, if I want to pursue the relationship, um, I'm going to ask questions like right away. Um, (laughs) And I'm not like, I don't know, for me, I don't get uncomfortable with questions. So like, I'm not like, one that's like oh that's an uncomfortable question if I don't feel like answering it or if the person doesn't feel like answering it then like you know that's your business but um I don't know girl because to me like religion or body count or anything like that I don't really feel like that's um that's an uncomfortable question I feel like obviously when it comes to like your past traumas or like trust issues or stuff like that that'll come like within the relationships but if I'm if I was single and I was out here just like dating or whatever like I definitely would be asking those questions like probably early on. People would probably be like, this bitch is crazy. But um, just because like I'm I like to know, like I'm um, girl, I'm like you, we're the freaking therapist. So I'd be like, well, why are you this way? Or like what happened in your life? Or like, girl, like that's something that's just gonna come out of my mouth regardless. Girl, I'm saying because I'm nosy as hell. I'm finna always ask a question. Same here. I'm with CC on that like I'm always um gonna ask an uncomfortable question so like if it's crossed my mind it's gonna come out of my mouth (laughs) so 
Yeah, there, so that's that. <laughs> like, I, I have bet, so, no filter. So, Teresa, there's no limit then. So, like, first date, you going straight in. What's your political view? Like, I need to know, did you vote for Trump? Did you? Right, listen, <laughs> I need to know who I'm dating. <laughs> All right, bet. I just needed to know. No, honestly, and I feel I feel Teresa on that. Like that's exactly what I'm saying. Like before we even continue, or before I even find myself catching feelings for you, like like Teresa said, I need to know who the hell I'm talking to because a lot of a lot of uncomfortable questions really reveal a, um, who a person is. Exactly. I don't want to be surprised. I don't like surprises. Period. So don't mm, see. And I have I a different. I have ahead. a different outlook on that. I'm sorry. Um, I just feel like. Because because of what I think doesn't like, like for an example, I don't believe in I'm a I am a hypocrite on a lot of things, but I don't believe in um like marijuana being legal. And I'm a smoker. People look at me crazy when I say that, and I don't give everybody my reasons for why. Like I really don't. That's not for that's not I don't owe you an explanation. So if someone asked me who I voted for, I don't owe you an explanation. If I voted for Trump, I voted for Trump. Mind y'all, I didn't, but I'm just saying, like, if I did, because maybe I agreed with more, more in that political party and not just him. We all know he racist. That don't mean I voted for him because of that. But I don't know. I just felt like some, someone would ask me, like, some top-ass questions like that. I'd be looking at them like, why the fuck are you in my business? Like, I never asked somebody, like, what, like, they're political views but are. that's a real question um, that is a real question like, I'm gonna post right now because I'm is, not finna answer that <laughs> <laughs> like well I shouldn't say I've never asked I asked around election time like when things was in you know the heat was on the election period like I, I, I did ask I did ask but like before that, I was just like, you know, I would never really asked that because basically everybody was Democrat at that point because everybody voted for Obama. So there's that. Yes, Obama nation. But honestly, um, I feel the same way. Like, Mo, I feel where you're coming from. Obviously, like I'm a I'm a very um, observant person, so I can observe the situation. And if I like I said, if I feel like I want to find myself more interested in you, I'm going to whatever comes out of my mouth is going to come out of my mouth at that time, whether you want to answer it or not, like that's up to you. But um, I'm going to ask those kind of questions unless like if I feel like you're being like like there's a deeper motive, like somebody like you, like you're a genuine person. You have like genuine feelings towards situations, but you may not feel comfortable to answer some of these questions because of reservations you have in yourself. And for me, like I think it's the, the therapist in me that be like. So why won't they answer that question? Now I need to dig deep on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I ask those questions, not necessarily just to um, pick somebody's brain, but also to pick their brain. Like, what what is it that's making you not want to answer that question? Or what is it that's like deeper rooted than that? You see, me and you are the same person because I think the same way. I'm like, okay, so why are you avoiding this question? Like, and meanwhile, I'm over here here, like, who are y'all to question me? <laughs> to be That's honest, because now I'm about head. to be on Monet's side. Like, mind your business, right? Like, and I'm, right. I'm one person who asks a whole lot of questions, but at some point, mind your business. Like, my business does not pay you. 
right um, especially if i'm getting to know you like you said if it's like like cc said if she has genuine in- or like interest she's gonna ask those questions okay girl but i just met you like <laughs> i feel you sometimes you just gotta warm up to someone and get more comfortable because i'm a person where i try to be honest so if you ask me a question i'm going to try to answer it but if i can't answer in that moment i'm going to have to let you know i don't feel comfortable like when i do feel comfortable then i will share but and then that's Again, when I'll dead that. I'll, I'll dead that. I'll be like, okay, like that's okay, that's fine. Like exactly, that's that was what I was so, saying like, too. In, in my head, like I'd be like, so why would he answer that question? In my head, I don't actually ask them that. I right, think I might have right. once or twice, but <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. For the it's most not, part, it's not it's about it's not once or twice for me. <laughs> Girl, okay, no, ladies. but that's what I was, I was saying. <laughs> That's what I was saying too, though. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, um, I'm not saying that I would be like, well, why aren't you going to answer that? What's the problem? Like, I'm not going to be in- interrogating nobody. Like I said, I'm a very observant person. So I'm going to be paying attention to the situation and seeing what I can ask or whatever. And then if you choose to not ask that question, like Teresa said, I'm just going to be thinking about that. Like, I wonder why they won't answer that. Like, I wonder what they've been through that made them feel not comfortable to, you know, share that with me or whatever. Um, but yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. Um, this is going to be the last question because y'all, <laughs> I love the discussions that we have. Um, but I honestly want this question to be answered within 20 to 30 seconds. And I want it to be um, using one word. Um, if you can do this, great. If not, just say pass and then we're going to move on to the next person and see if they can do it. Um, but I want to, and if you can do it fast enough, you can like, you can list the most three, the least you have to do at least one, but I want to know what's some deal breakers for you guys. Um, you know, when you're out here, um, in the dating scene or for CC for you with some deal breakers where, you know, Tori's finna hear your mouth, like you're going to just be like, absolutely not. So, um, who wants to go first? Girl, I'll Shivering. go first. Shivering. Oh. Ooh. Period, sis. <laughs> All right, CC, what's going on? Girl, that was a bomb-ass answer. <laughs> um, that shivery. She knew what the shit right. was. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. And honestly, I feel like mine goes ties into that because mine would be um, respect. And I feel like that goes for every area, like respect in every area. If you respect me, I'll respect you type thing. Period. Honesty. No. Yes. All right, ladies. <laughs> I just love it. And for me, I was just say communication to close that out because that's everything. Communicate how you feel. I can't change anything if I don't know what's going on in that beautiful mind of yours. All right. Thank you for doing the questions and answers. Now on to my favorite topic we're going to discuss twitter topics so i'm going to read out a tweet to you ladies and you guys just simply tell me you know how the fuck we feeling about it like what's our thoughts opinions and things of that nature now because this was obviously surrounded by dating i'm going to try to have the twitter tweets be centered around that but if not you know we're just going to have to do what we can because this is our like live version of like what's going on So 
someone said, um, this came from some girl named Hollywood with some platinum blonde hair. She said, I never had my mindset on a nigga taking care of me. I always knew I was going to provide for myself and a nigga is just a plus. How we feel about that? Period. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that. Period. I, I never yes. wanted to be Period. a stay-at-home wife. Girl, I'm gonna have to strongly disagree yeah. on that. Um, actually, I don't strongly disagree, but this is what I feel. Um, I think that everybody has to grow into their individual selves and prosper in their individual selves before they're able to be with anybody else, of course. However, I feel like this generation nowadays, that's why we have so many problems. Those, that's why we have so many problems um, in finding a good relationship because um, we're, we're too worried about, oh, well, I got me. It's all about me. Like, I got, like, you know what I'm saying? I got myself, which is good. You should always have a sense of independency, but it's not, uh, it's not bad to also feel comfortable to depend on somebody. Like, as much as the problems that um, me and my husband may go through, I know I could depend on him um, just like he could depend on me. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like that's one of the big reasons why relationships these days are so messed up. And so um, they don't last because people feel like they don't need nobody, which I agree. everybody wants somebody. No, I agree with that 110%. Like, it's okay to be an independent woman. I'm not taking anything away from us independent women, but it's just that with that mindset, it gets misinterpreted into, I don't need nobody. Fuck is you doing for me? And it's like a control. And like some females get on a power trip. And for what? Because like, to be honest, I'm a very independent person. Like I will do for myself before I'll have someone do for me. However, that doesn't change the way I feel. I will love to be led by a man. More importantly, I'll be loved. I'll love to be led by my husband. Like I will be so submissive and a quickness. Like, oh babe, you got that? You want to handle that? Bet, babe. I'm just gonna sit here and smile at you with like fucking hard eyes. Like, and it's just because like I feel like a lot of times that's missed. Like some females are just like, no, I want to be the man. I want to put on the pants. And for fucking what, girl? Slap on a fucking dress. Sit down and drink some water and eat your fruit. Like, <laughs> drink some wine, baby girl. <laughs> drink some water. Yes, like, hydrate. But yeah, I, I do. Okay. Now, I kind of want to change my answer, but I kind of don't. Um, girl, stick. No, because I, I was going to say there's two ways. So no, you're good. <laughs> like, because, no, 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 no. Because, like, I get both sides of the spectrum. Um, like, the one side, like, that independence, like, I want my man to know that if, we ever get down on our luck, he loses his job, babe, I got you. Because I'm I'm that one that grinds. Like, listen, I'm at work now. <laughs> so, like, I understand the grind. Like, I will work. I, I'm a hard worker. So, with that being said, like, I want my man to know, like, if we ever get down on our luck, babe, I got you. On the other side of that is that, um, like you guys said, this is the, the generation like, oh, no, I don't need no man to help me. Like, like you said, baby girl, sit down and hydrate yourself. Like, let that man lead you. Like, he's being led by God. Let that man lead you. 
you got to be submissive. And I, and I know this generation hates that word, but you do let that man guide you because if he didn't, then you'd have something else to say about like, oh, he ain't doing enough. Like, okay, so do you want a guy? So the, exactly, he he's not man enough. He's a mama's but He's, you know, like something to, along that line. Like, okay, so what do you want? And that's where it comes to play. Like, you don't need to be in a relationship if you don't know what you want. Girl, we be confused. That's why. Because I'm gonna be like, fuck these niggas, get money. The fuck west side. Yeah, till we die. Like, uh, look, girl, my answer's gonna change. I'm like, submissive who? Because you can't shut me up for no forty dollars. Right. Like, but you know. I'm done. I'm done. Um, another tweet that I came across. This is from um medium-sized Meech. Sorry to that man. Um, he has a nice beard, though. He says, I feel like in relationships, there's only room for one, one in all caps, mentally ill person. Somebody, all caps, got to be stable. And it's not, all caps, going to be me. How do we feel, ladies? <laughs> this is concerning. I'm not even going to lie. First of all, his name. Sorry. So it was the beard comment for me. It was the beard comment. <laughs> <laughs> but okay i want to ask answer on this one um i think he's completely all around incorrect <laughs> because <laughs> y'all first of all that don't make no daggone sense you're not gonna get in a relationship with a fully someone who feels like they got their head on correctly and got their life together and then just come and fucking wreck everything up that's that's not what we finna do and you're also not going to get in another relationship with somebody who's just as messed up as you are and y'all just dip, like beating each other up. And that's exactly why in almost every question I'm specifying, it is so important to build on yourself, get to know yourself. Just like with the independent question, like the independent woman, it is very okay to be independent and build on yourself. That way, when you are in a relationship, you're not lacking nothing. You're able to give to that person as much as they're able to give to you. You don't want to get into a relationship where you're one of the one person is unstable and the other person is because that's never going to last y'all are just going to be draining each other the hell out and that's all i gotta say <laughs> okay so um my uh friend uh alex he had posted something um yesterday that um this uh pastor michael todd love him um said uh, on his instagram it was, you're never, this is to the men, you're never going to find a finished wife. Like, she's not going to come finished. Like, you have to, there's work that you have to put in and you have to lead her and, you know, and don't like, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't kind of like look at her side eye like, okay, well, she's not perfect like she hello we have flaws like she's not gonna come like a build a, a build a, a build a whore like or not a whore but a build a woman like you're not gonna come we're not gonna come like that so I don't know what me just talking about I don't know if he on some other type time but uh, you're not gonna find like 
I mean, I think he likes the toxicness. If I'm being, I'm not maybe. Look, <laughs> I was trying to say I felt him. Like, first oh my of goodness. all. I know because I, I'm telling you, I don't go for that bullshit. How I said I'll smack the baby. I told you y'all all can die and I'll beat up your mom. I don't go for disrespect. So I let people know offhand, I am crazy. If if I'm once I'm done disrespected, I can't tell you how I'm gonna react. My reaction will be wild. I'm very calm and sane, but until I'm disrespected, I will go there. I can't tell you I'm not gonna stab you in the eye if I catch you cheating. Like I'm telling you, I'm going to fucking spaz. And I don't need someone spazzing on me because I don't like that crazy shit. Like, niggas need to compose themselves. So I definitely felt I'm him there's only room for no, one. No, like, I felt him on that. And call me toxic, but I feel him. I'm the only crazy one in this. And call me immature because that's what it is. You not, like, learn how to control your emotions. But I can admit I'm crazy once disrespected. Girl, you have me rolling. Listen, you straight up said... I'm out here. I'm gonna be crazy, <laughs> but I felt <laughs> look. I felt that pose. He's like, like but we gonna have fun here. Like, and I yeah. tell There's people all the time, I am crazy once disrespected. Now, if you want to choose to see that, that's on you. We gonna call you what you want to call yourself, but I'm acting crazy for a good reason because you done pissed me the fuck off. Low key though, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm in the same boat with Monet because like I'm really sweet and cute and like damn near innocent when I like you when I love you and when you don't do no wrong but once you cross that line of disrespect it's like a, and action comes on in my head and I'm like bro what can I do it's the jeans <laughs> I'm telling girl. you girl I'm with you it's like literally like what can I do to make you want to kill yourself and I hate to be yeah. like that and I have to pray because like it's not okay like it's just really not okay Ooh. and I'm working on it but like <laughs> It's okay if you own it, and that's all you can do. Like she said, if if there's room for one crazy one, and I admitted my crazy in the beginning, don't fuck with me or I turn this. It's not okay. Monet Monet is ruthless. This is her. This is why I love her. She She really said. She really said she don't have time for the craziness. As if she isn't already bringing that craziness. <laughs> I need that guy's at so I can retweet him because he had a point. Girl, it's in my tweet from today because he did. But no, I felt him. I did feel him low-key. Um, but I'm working on my craziness. Like I know my triggers, so we're not gonna get there. I just have to leave if all else fails, you know. But I definitely feel Monet. This is honestly not healthy. We should probably talk after this, but it's okay. Um, my next question or the next tweet that I came across was, this is from Jay Wavy Mafia. He says, motherfuckers forgive everybody else, but I'm where you draw the line. And I wanted to ask you guys, um, have that, has that ever happened to y'all? Like, you know, you had one bad day, you did one thing. And this is where the, the person like literally was like, I'm done fucking with you or like this is where I draw the line like you fucked up like can y'all feel his tweet because I felt it can you okay he said motherfuckers forgive everybody else but I'm where you draw the line okay so I when I heard it like before you explaining what you explained afterwards like by hearing that the first thing I think of Michaela is fuck (laughs) <laughs> and I'll say that I, I say that from a previous conversation you and I had you be quick to like you hurt not you already know how I feel like 
you're rude to the people there, like there who who are there the most. But the people who are replaceable, you'll do anything for. You let everything slide until it's the ones who's there the most. So when I heard it, the first thing I thought of is Kayla as fuck. <laughs> Girl, shut up. The only reason why I had to draw the line is because it's boundaries with you, your asshole. Like, you do the line. Oh, no. It's me, it's me okay. and other people, but I shout to differ. No, you I'm right, crying. though, because I was going to say low-key. Like, girl, I know what I am and how I move. <laughs> and, and honestly, the person that you're thinking of is the person I was going to tell a story about anyhow. But Cece, go first, please. Okay, wait, boo. Can you read it one more time? Because I'm understanding it differently. Okay, so motherfuckers forgive everybody else, but I'm where you draw the line. Motherfuckers forgive everybody else, but I'm where you draw the line. Okay. Um, okay, I feel like girl, I don't feel like I'm understanding this correctly, but um what I'm <laughs> <laughs> because like it's just like to me, like I didn't get it after her explanation, but after hearing it, I'm like, well, that's that fits Michaela to the T. I just pretty feel much, like... but what it's saying is what, was, what you feel like. No, go ahead, explain because I'm I don't think I'm understanding. <laughs> Girl, like, so how I saw it is like pretty much like you're willing to like forgive everybody else, but when I do something wrong, you're dragging it pretty much. Like um like why like and pretty much you're dragging and you want to cut me off you want to stop talking to me it's like fuck you when you know tom dick and harry done treated you bad but then when kayla does something smart it's like oh i'm just done with this hoe like she's too much yeah and honestly i'd be feeling like that happens the most in um in like closer relationships like monet said like because if it's somebody that you don't really give a f about like yeah, girl, I don't really care because like I was already expecting you to let me down. But it's when it when it's somebody, yeah. But when it's somebody that's close to me, like if you did something that was like out of pocket, bitch, I'm gonna be hurt. You feel me? And I'm not gonna forgive you because I'm like, girl, like I trusted you with like everything. I'm not gonna forgive you, like you know what I'm saying. But if it's somebody like, you know, names we're not gonna name, um, I don't really give a fuck because like I kind of already expected you to disappoint me. You feel me? So I, I feel you um, 110. And I think that's where Monet, it comes from. Cause I hold you and I held others to a higher pedestal. And when y'all come down from that pedestal and piss me off, it is hard for me to forgive. Cause I'm just like, damn, now I gotta draw another line. Like you're doing no wonder too much that now. no wonder that tweet stood out to you. Go ahead, Teresa. <laughs> Monet, Monet is bitter as hell. I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> Girl, she be Yo, I am hard. over here crying <laughs> because, I, to be honest, I'm low-key like <laughs> Like I, she I, is, I, she is too. I thought Teresa the second time Teresa, the second time Kayla reread it, I said Teresa's fuck too. Do you know what? Damn. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that could be all of us though. <laughs> but not Monet. Well, okay. she said not Monet. Is Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> See, Never I mind. missed that conversation because Sonny came up in here. What about Monet? No, it's <laughs> from you. Never Monet mind. Because she is. She, she holds does. a grudge. She's going to remember does. what I did 
six years ago on this she exact day. Not six I did years her wrong. ago. She does. Ago, oh my gosh. It depends the action that you did and if it's rememberable. Yes, Shut the hell she up. does. I rememberable at this point because this girl got a book. I think she literally opens the book each day like, bro, what the kill you this day 10 years ago? Because this Not rolling up the memories like Facebook. I'm just saying I did not talk to my best friend one time because she hung up on me. I don't play that shit. Yes, you did. She <laughs> said I don't play that shit. I'm so I think that that was self-reflecting her trying to put that on me and Teresa. It's just that we give her back, you know, the same medicine because this girl. No, it goes back to me saying I get crazy once disrespected. Wild. I just. Oh. <laughs> she said wild, but no, KK. I agree. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I'm just so weak right now. I feel like everybody has um <laughs> has that thing because girl, like just the same way you and Monet are, girl. Me and Tasha, like that girl is she can piss me off in a heartbeat, and that's my sister for y'all that don't know. Um, but same thing with Tori. Like Tori has straight up told me before, like how come you be treating other people nicer than you treat me? And I'm like, nigga, because you be pissing me off. You feel me? Like, um, but. It's because, you know, we hold we hold them at a higher at a higher peak. Like we expect you to be don't disappoint me. Like you're not supposed to disappoint me. Exactly. But in human nature, everybody disappoints. We just need to let we need to love them for who they are. And exactly. It. But it'd be hard. It'd be she hard, said y'all. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this girl is wild. Okay, so last tweet that we finna go through um let me see someone said um so this was a quoted tweet so i'm gonna read two parts but um hot hatch hottie said you a bird if your love language is gifts i don't care then tony tone said it's a common misconception that receiving gifts is a shallow or meaningless love language in actuality people with this love language appreciate thoughtfulness is less about the gift itself and more about the process that involves thinking about them it's sentimental. It's funny that we're talking about love languages because I'm um, my friend Alex was on live yesterday and that was his topic was love languages. And um, I don't think anybody on that live said, no, I think a few people did say gifts, but um, mine isn't. Like I prefer words of affirmation and quality time. But I feel as though those are gifts in itself. Like quality time, like you're giving me your time and the time is precious. Like you can't get that time back. So I think that's a gift all in itself. Okay. Um, yeah, um, <clears throat> I honestly agree with it. I feel like whatever feel, whatever you feel makes you feel how what am I trying to say whatever makes you feel loved is um is what makes you feel loved and honestly like I feel like um like he said whenever people think of like gifts you're thinking like oh they want me to buy them a damn um Gucci belt yeah and it's not about that because people that like gifts are people that like oh babe I seen this little like elephant it made me think of you so I got it for you and that to them is like oh my god the fact that they thought about me because they know exactly. I love exactly that's what I it's about. at the thought of that maybe that yeah. is my love language because that's so cute I love elephants and 
yeah and girl like even even like you know with your little plan thing that you had going on like it's the it's the things like it's the fact that you thought about me and you were being thoughtful and getting that gift like thinking like I know that this person likes this like girl I'm not saying that my love language is gifts of our gifts whatever but I know for a fact that if Tori went to the store and like bought a freaking I don't know something that made me that made him think of me I'm gonna still be like oh that was so cute like you know what I mean even if it's not the most expensive thing in the world it's just the fact that you knew that I wanted that or you knew that I was looking into that or that I was interested in that or whatever you know what I'm saying so yeah I don't know I feel like I don't know what was the main question I know it was about gifts but is it like you agree with it so pretty much somebody said you're a bird if you um, want to receive like gifts as a love language. And then someone just said that that's a misconception of like, you know, receiving a gift. It's more so sentimental and it's the thought thoughtfulness behind it. So I'm just wondering, like, what's your thoughts and opinions on that? Um, okay, and so you I, can always... Go ahead. Sorry. Um, no, I agree with the second person. I don't I don't. But I do feel like in this generation, I don't know what's going on, but so many like it's a lot like when you talk to women these days it is all about the gifts so I understand why she said you're a bird because she was trying to diss that because that's the conception that's going on right now but like I agree with you all like with with you all like because you got me a gift it's because you paid attention it's because you knew that I was going to like something it's not about it being a Gucci belt it was the fact that like it was a thought behind it it's like personally I'm not a person who likes receiving gifts but I understand the sentimental reasons behind the gifts, but I understand why she said what she said. Me too, to be honest. Because I was going to say, I do like receiving gifts. However, let's be clear, that's not my um, that's not my primary love language. If anything, um, I'm probably with Teresa as far as words with affirmation. However, gift giving does show that you're paying attention to what it is that I want to like that I talk to you about or that I want to accomplish like just with CC mentioning right now I'm growing wheatgrass indoors and why because a guy that I'm, I'm seeing literally thought about me and he always sees my smoothie so he was like let me buy her something that she don't gotta just go to the store and get this shit like she can grow it mind you I already wanted to be a plant mom so that was a win-win in itself that like, is I, so sweet I'm sorry to interject girl. that was so sweet <laughs> what because you know like getting these smoothies and trying to eat healthy it is expensive and because I'm on that journey yeah. too it is expensive for so for him to do girl marry that man not marry <laughs> <laughs> no but I feel Teresa though because honestly like that's what I meant like if you're paying attention to somebody like you know if i all of a sudden just been talking to you about like, babe, like low key, I've been wanting to paint recently. Like, I don't know, you know, and the next thing, you know, babe, um, I got you a painting kit. Cause I know you said you wanted to paint. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Whoa, like that was really cute. Cause I didn't ask you to do that, but because you were listening to me and you feel, you know, the need to do that for me to make me happy. Like that makes me feel good. Cause you were listening or trying to, you know, do something to relate to me. Well, to all my future bays out there or my current bay, you know. This bitch is about to gift, bring up a dog. My gift would be the dog. Like, how many times do somebody <laughs> got a bitch for a dog? dog. <laughs> like, I'm just if saying I that would be my gift. Dog, well, okay? Well, yeah. That'll be my gift for my love language to any future bay or bo- current boo out there. 
Girl, she's been talking about this dog for a whole ass. It's gonna be girl like a whole minutes. minute. Like Monet, I'm I about to get you the damn dog. Be- okay, boo. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I had a few dog offers, but I'm bougie and I'm manifesting what is to be deserved. Okay, girl, she don't want she. Ooh, and don't settle why- for this. Don't settle. Okay, I need a bougie bitch like me. Girl, she wants a little toy poodle, a little pocket. I need a Dalmatian. Son. I need a show dog. Girl, she wants a big ass dog. Like <laughs> I was like, I was, and when we were staying together, I was cool with like a little Yorkie or something. But this bitch wants big dogs, and Teddy ain't doing that. So not Yeti. <laughs> yeah, because you know Yeti comes first. That was her first pet, and we saw how she treated him. And not to mention. When I let her um babysit Sapphire, we saw how she treated the fish. This girl, <laughs> you might not get her that dog, but that ain't none of my business. That ain't none of my concern. All right. Look, you love her, do it. But um, ladies, that was literally the end of the Twitter topics. Um, thank you guys for participating. Um yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we're a little over on time. I would ask if you guys wanted to do a story time, um, but it's not necessary. But I did want to just open the floor for you guys. Did you have any questions that you wanted to ask me? Um, because this is the time where you should ask and you shall receive if that is the case. Girl, I got a question. Um, <laughs> not speak you with the question. <laughs> Girl, and I honestly feel like I already know this, but I feel like it's juicy enough to ask. Um, but do you feel like relationships, um, like how you are in relationships? Girl, the question you asked us earlier about our parents, do you feel like that um, also applies to you? And if so, like what things did you take from your parents that you're proud of and that you're not proud of? That's so crazy. I was going to say that same exact question, Cece. Yes. And Dan, this is payback. <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. So high key, a lot of my parents go into my relationships. Like, mind you, guys, I feel like I had like multiple parents, like multiple sets of parents is really weird. But like, um, as far as my mom, she was she passed away at such a young age where I feel like in my relationships, I can't give um, love and affection as much because I didn't have it um, during like the most important errors of my life that I should have had it from a mother um and not to mention my mom and any of her relationships she wasn't very lovey-dovey she was very um much like a tomboy um so like you know she'll do a peck or a kiss but they didn't really show much affection and I noticed that like at least in the relationships that I care about I'm either overly affectionate because like that's something that I always crave deep down inside to see, or I'm not affectionate enough. Like I go through my little periods where I'm like, I want to be up underneath you breathing the same air. And then the next minute I'm just like, bro, your breath stings, get away. Like I just be completely off the rocker. Um, not your breast. <laughs> girl. And like I said, like their breath don't be stinking, but like, it just really depends. Like if they're a smoker, I don't like that shit. Like the smoker breath, y'all got to figure it out. Um, but as far as my father figures in my life, like one thing, my, um, my biological father, he treated me like a princess. So that's honestly my standard in any relationship. I want to be treated like a princess. However, before I did notice that the guys I would attract would be much like my, um, biological dad, where, 
they were nice and sweet, but they were very aggressive and very, um, it can switch to where like, they'll be, um, cause my dad wasn't ever aggressive with me, but I saw him be aggressive with my mom or with my sister's mother. So to me, like that always played a part, like where obviously I wouldn't want a man to rough house me or to rough me up, but I was okay with the thought of if that happened, like I would be able to handle it. And now that I'm like, you know, breaking down that sort of thing, I'm just like, bro, being treated like a princess, yes. Being roughhouse and expecting that to be okay is unacceptable. Like no man should ever get angry enough to where they want to raise a hand to you or to, you know, belittle you or, um, you know, knock you down. Um, lastly, with my um, stepfather that was in my life for a good amount of time, like Monet said, um, that was such a toxic ass relationship in my life. That was probably my most toxic one where like, we just always had a screaming match. I always felt like I had to walk on eggshells, which caused me to build up a lot of walls. So a lot of times in relationships and, um, general, whether or not they're intimate or friendships, I don't like confrontation because I know for me, it can go from zero to a hundred. And I don't know where that hundred is. Um, because I work so hard not to get there. I usually kind of ignore everything um, and kind of like, you know, let everything fly or shoo away. So I got a lot of work before I'm ready to get into anything truly serious. But, you know, we're here to do that. Yes. I love it. Felt. It was the calm, the crazy. At least I wasn't the only one admitting my crazy. Yeah, girl. And honestly, like I said, um, with my situation too, like I had a lot of, I seen a lot of, girl, I seen a lot, a lot of toxic stuff. And so the same way, kick it. That's why I don't like confrontation either. Cause like I, I can easily like as sweet and as calm as I am, if you piss me off, like I will really like I will really show you another side of evil and I've been praying about this side of me because I don't like it I don't like to be mean but I can really be nasty and be like evil and really hurt your feelings so like um yeah I feel you girl literally and that's something that like I said I'm trying to flush all of the toxicness out, which granted we're human so it's never going to fully leave but as long as you know those triggers and you know how to technically like um calm down from it that alone is going to go a long way so for me um honestly I think that's why like God is bringing special people into my life but God knows when I'm going to be ready for that next step because like like I said I'm literally laying all this out and I'm working on it each and every day but this shit is literally fucking 24 years of trauma meanwhile I'm trying to uncover it within this last year and I'm sorry, but 24 years compared to one year, baby, this is going to be a constant project. <laughs> like, it's too much. But any more questions for me, ladies? Or do we feel satisfied? No, I think you basically kind of covered it. And, like, I'm glad that you kind of, you shared your heart tonight. <laughs> Girl, that's every K talk, you know, because this is K time. Um, but thanks, boo. I was going to say, so 
to be honest, um, I'll say this. We're going to close out with a weekly motivation. Um, I'll honestly ask you ladies if you have anything you want to share for weekly motivation with the listeners. For me personally, one thing that I want to say is for you to love yourself, date yourself, and learn to know yourself. Um, if you do, all, and not to mention with doing all that, grow your relationship with God because that's going to help you to see what it is that is unseeable, if that's a word. But like pretty much what I'm trying to say is um, as you're getting to know yourself and your true desires, talk with God about it because he's going to be able to show you a lot more than what you anticipated and what you're able to bring yourself to see. So um, yeah, most important thing that I think that we should take is while we are dating other people, we need to make it just as important for us to date ourselves and to take out that time for ourselves constantly. Anything from you ladies? I agree with that. Oh, sorry. No, I agree with that. Um, uh, date yourself. Yes. Know your worth. Um, like kind of dig deep within yourself and try to find what your purpose is. Um, we all still young out here and, you know, try to navigate life, you know, to make it easier for just that man to be an added bonus to your life. Um, and I think that's all I have to say about that. Cece, how you feeling? Yeah, um, I, I would just say um, <clears throat> for even if you're a believer or you're not a believer, um, take a chance on God um, because he never disappoints. Um, and I feel like, or I also feel like a good little motivational tip or whatever is to flourish in your singleness. Um, I feel like right now is a time of separation for a lot of people. Even if you are in a relationship, sometimes you need to separate yourself from situations. So anytime that you're feeling like alone or feeling like you need to be separated, um, take that time to meditate on, on your life and just, um, you know, figure out ways to better yourself, become the best version of yourself. There's, there's a weekly motivation, become the best version of yourself before you try to give yourself to anybody else and give I a chance it. to God. <laughs> love it. Bet. And Mona, you said you didn't have anything, right? No, I was just saying, thank you for having me. I didn't have nothing, you know, words of wisdom that you guys put out. Bet. Thank you, boo. Well, um, I'm going to give you guys a chance to, one, rep your city, rep your cause, rep what you do. Um, so if you want, you can um, lay out your social media platforms where our listeners can find you at, um, and we can close it out. I want to thank you ladies all once more for joining me. Um, I'm going to apologize to the listeners in advance. This is a longer podcast, but it is because we had three guests, and honestly, it was date night. So get over it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Y'all can follow me on Instagram, you know, Monizzle one M O N I Z Z L E E E one. Um, that's about it. You know, I just be, you know, flicking it up with the thirst traps, I guess. You at 15 K followers. Um, I think it's about to be seven. I don't know. Like 17, 18, something like that. 
She's famous. Yeah, she's famous. Shout me out, Monizzo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, y'all can follow me. Honestly, just follow me on TikTok. It's the easiest one. If y'all got TikTok, it's at Christy.wheeler. Christy is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I dot wheeler spelled just like it sounds and yeah you can follow me on my other stuff if you follow that page first okay all right last but not least this is your girl risa um you can follow me at you can follow me on tiktok i'm um uh risa is spelled r-e-s-a-l-u-v-11 and you can also follow me on Instagram, um, Queen Love. That is Q U E E N underscore L U V O six. Perfect. Thank you, ladies. And um, I do expect each and every one of you to share this. If you don't, I will find you. Oh, and definitely. And I will tell everybody. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to share myself just in case for y'all followers. Um, you guys can find me on Snapchat or on Instagram. It's going to be Kayla B, K-A-Y-L-A-B underscore so pretty. Simple, easy, to the point, and it just describes everything about me. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening to K-Time. Thank you all for joining me during this K-Time and just opening up and being so vulnerable. Um, ladies, I can't thank you enough. Um, I love y'all. And any last words before I let you go? Thank you for having us. Yes, it was fun. So proud of you. Love you. It was. I I am very, really, really proud of you. Yes, ma'am. Keep flourishing, girl. Yes, I see great things for this podcast. Y'all can't get me to be <laughs> Girl, <laughs> as long as God sees it that way, period. <laughs> but yeah, because you, you never know who this will help in the long run. Girl, hopefully everybody we here to hear. Yes, okay. Amen. Girl, we can. When she gets big, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I was on her third podcast. And facts. <laughs> Listen, flexing. Girl, <laughs> she's like, I was on season one of K Time. Yeah, I was on season one. Like, where were you at? <laughs> I was sharing on all platforms. I'm sorry. Period. Period. All right. Well, good night, ladies. Bye. Good night. Good night.